This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello everyone, this is Sunlin here and welcome to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. You are listening to a program called Your Time to Shine. So welcome to the show. I am your host, Celine Harlow. And for the past four years, I have been teaching women how to release stress, how to release anxiety, how to stop stress eating at the end of the day, how to believe in themselves in just a few short weeks. So welcome to the show. Um, this show is really all about you. It's about self-love. It's about empowering you to um, I guess acknowledge who you are right now and who you want to be and um, to do that in the self-love way. So in this show, we talk about all things self-love. We talk about self-care. We talk about boundaries. We talk about your relationship with your body. We talk about uh, going after your dreams. We talk about abundance. We talk about, uh, we're going to talk about truth today and how to um, go after the truth, which is a really exciting topic for me <laughs> and hopefully for you too as well. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to share with you. So let's dive straight into our topic for today. So um, as always, it starts with a story. So um, last night, I went for an evening sunset walk with my husband. It was very romantic and very peaceful. And um, as it happened, my husband was on the phone, which I thought was quite rude. But anyway, he was catching up with a friend um, that he had spoken, uh, that he hadn't spoken to in a little while. And his friend randomly mentions that he's so on social media that I have become an author. I have published my first book, you guys. I have published my first book. Oh my God, I'm so excited about this. Um, I guess I have to talk to you about my book a little bit before we continue with our story. So my book is, is called uh, 40 Days to Self-Love. And the idea is that you read one chapter a day, every single day for 40 days. And each chapter is about uh, two to three pages long. And um, every day we talk about a specific topic of self-love. So we talk about self-care. Like I mentioned, we talk about boundaries. We talk about your relationship with your body. We talk about uh, your relationship to your past. We talk about dreams. We talk about life purpose. We, life purpose sorry. we talk about all things self-love. And um, you know me, I like to go straight to the point and I'm quite concise when I write, perhaps not when I speak, but when I write, I'm quite to the point. And, um, and so we dive into a specific aspect of self-love each and every day. And at the end of each chapter, I give you homework, I give you exercises, I give you uh, self-love processes, I give you, I'm sorry, journaling prompts or thinking points, I give you meditations as well. And so it's a really beautiful way for you to learn to love yourself. I know that, you know, self-love very much is a journey rather than a destination. You know, I have been diving into self-love for myself since probably 2014 now. Oh my goodness, it's been six years already, almost seven years. And... um you know, I am finding new ways to love myself, you guys. I am finding new ways to love myself every single day. So it is very much a journey. And so my hope is that you will learn to practice or you will learn to have a self-love practice, self-love practice, sorry, in within 40 days. And that's, you know, by the end of the 40 days, you really love yourself, or at least you have a very strong foundation of self-love. And I'm sure that you have, you know, ideas of what self-love is and what it should look like. And, and we know how you're supposed to feel when you love yourself and you're kind of comparing this to your current reality, right? And you kind of think, okay, so in order for me to love myself, I need to do this. I need to release weight. I need to have stronger boundaries. I need to leave my current job. I need to blah, 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 right? Um, but actually self-love is really about empowering you. It's about loving yourself now. It's about accepting who you are now. And so that's very much what this book is all about. So if you're interested in purchasing your copy, it's available in an ebook version and also in the paperback version. If you're 
um, interested in yeah, waiting for a couple of months for Amazon to send it to you. So if you want to get your own copy, you can go to Amazon.com and then just search uh, 40 Days to Self-Love, um, Celine Harlow, H-A-R-L-E-A-U-X. You can also go to my website, mydawninglight.com, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T.com and just look for um, the um, link to Amazon there. Oh, so I'm so excited about this. I'm just, it's just, it's just a huge milestone for me. I have, you know, I used to write when I was a child and as a teenager, and then I stopped for a few years and now I'm back into it. And I'm just so excited that I've finally become an author. It's just a dream come true for me. So yeah. So yeah, I'm just so excited about this. And, you know, um, I have received so many messages from you guys, you know, telling me that you have bought the book. Thank you so much for letting me know. This is, this is so huge for me. I'm just so excited I get to go on this journey with you that I get to, share wisdom with you that I get to really give you the space to uh, for you to explore who you are and become who you truly want to become. So thank you so much for supporting me in this journey. I can't wait to support you in your journey as well, uh, even more. And yeah, so let's just continue with our story for now. So I was on this walk with my husband and at the end of the day, it was really peaceful and my husband was on the phone and he was talking to his friend and his friend said that... Um, he likes my Facebook page, which is My Dawning Light, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T. And um, he liked my page a few years ago. And so my posts appear in his Facebook feed. And so at the end of the day, when he just scrolls through Facebook, sometimes he comes across my posts. <laughs> and so he starts to read my posts. And um, my husband's friend was saying that he just, that my posts don't make any sense to him. <laughs> My posts don't make any sense to him. So, but he keeps reading reading them, which I think doesn't make a lot of sense. But anyway, whatever. And so I started to to think about that statement. You know, what I'm saying doesn't make any sense to him. And I thought, well, it's first of all, it's quite funny because you know, when I write something on social media or when I record a podcast or when I create a course, this is something that comes directly from my soul. This is something that I deeply believe in. And the point of me sharing my truth with you is not so much to convince you that I'm right and that you're wrong. <laughs> I don't think that that's what it's supposed to be, but it's about really um, having a space for us to explore truth, for us to explore life, for us to explore um, self-development, for us to explore, you know, how to best overcome abuse, for how to, um, you know, find ways to, for us to love ourselves and so on, right? And so I started to think about um, what is truth, you know, and uh, whether it's possible for us to have a conversation about truth. I, I started to think about um, the different layers of truth, right? You know, so often, um, I was watching this political debate before the elections a few uh, weeks ago now, a few months ago. When was it? A few weeks ago. Um, and I remember that so that it was just only like white males. <laughs> anyway, having this conversation about all things politics in New Zealand. Um, and I think there were two Maoris as well, but anyway. And, um, and so I was kind of listening and watching how, you know, their body language and how they were expressing their opinions and how they were talking to each other. And it was so interesting to see that they were kind of interrupting each other. They were trying to speak louder than the other ones so that, you know, well, they, you know, everybody could listen to their opinion and only their opinion, only their opinion mattered, right? And so it was really interesting to see how they were interacting. And it was all about me, 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 you know, who was the loudest, who had the best ideas, who could, um, you know, contradict the other person so that they could show how much smarter and much more qualified for the job they were. Obviously, they were, you know, 
fighting for the votes and so on, um, you know, to get more votes and so on and, and to be elected. But I just thought that it was such a, a stupid way of exchanging ideas. I thought that, you know, we live together um, in a beautiful country that we all want to care for, that we and we all have ideas about, you know, the best way to do this. But, um, you know, the way that we will reach a solution is not for us to yell at each other or for us to talk about over each other, for us to be the loudest or for us to kind of show how much smarter we are. It's about us exchanging ideas. It's about us communicating with, with each other. It's about us realizing that sometimes, most of the time, we're wrong, right? And it's not about... Um, it's not about, you know, there's no shame in being wrong. I think that we're all on the, on the learning journey and, and we need to be able to make mistakes. We need to be able to, um, see from other people's perspectives. We need to be able to learn how to communicate with each other from a healthy, uh, in a healthy way because that's how we're, that's how we're going to live together, right? That's the best way for us to live together. And I think that there's much that, um, yeah, politicians need to, need to learn about. And I wanted to mention a process that has really helped to me to um, see from other people's perspectives and that it has really helped me as well to kind of um, exchange ideas together in a group in a really beautiful and healthy and cohesive way and it's called Thought Storm. Um, there's a beautiful Thoughtstorm community in Hawke's Bay if you're interested in joining us. Um, the idea is that we, we start with a question, something like um, how do needs arise? And so we start with this question and we kind of try to answer the question together as a group. And it's a really beautiful, I've never experienced this before, you guys. It's just such an incredible, incredible process. It's a really, we're really lucky to have this in Hawke's Bay. And so we start to kind of suggest things or tell stories or think about how we feel when we think about this question. And there's no reaction to what somebody else says. Actually, there's a lot of pauses. There's a lot of breaks that are happening in a conversation. And that really helps us to think. That really helps us to come um, to a conclusion together. And we know that we reach a conclusion when everybody in the group agrees. Because we reach a higher level of truth than by me screaming at you because I have the best idea, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm someone who's quite pushy, <laughs> who's quite stubborn as well. So this is a process that has really helped me to really um, be in a team, I suppose you could say. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that in passing. Um, but you can also see that in religion as well. You know, you can see that in... Um, you know, religions who believe that they hold the only truth, right? And I was raised as a Christian and I have listened to, you know, people saying that they hold the only truth, that, you know, they are the saved ones and everybody else is lost or going to hell. I have listened to those people, you know, telling me that because I have tattoos on my skin, I'm going to go to hell because it's, um, you know, something that is, um, because you know my 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 body is a gift from God, and therefore it is a it is a sin for me to mark my body and to have tattoos on my body. Well, that's only one truth, you guys. This is only one way to look at the truth, right? This this cannot be the absolute truth with a capital T, right? But you know what happens here is that you know we we kind of. Um, believe things, we hold assumptions, we have these beliefs, and we believe that they are the truth, the truth with a capital T, the ultimate truth, the absolute truth. 
and we kind of present our ideas, our belief systems, and we present them as the truth. And what happens here is that you kind of cut the conversation, you stop the conversation from happening. You kind of just, okay, guys, like this is the truth. Everybody else should hold this truth, otherwise you stink, right? And this is something that really stops conversation. It stops growth. It stops from, it stops us from building healthy, strong communities. And it's something that's absolutely completely dangerous. And I've seen this so often, and it ultimately, you know. I, you know, I was raised as a Christian and, um, I, you know, stepped away from it when I was, um, a teenager and then I came back into it when I was a young adult and I went straight into it. I went straight for it, you guys. I, you know, I was a missionary for a few months in the Philippines and I, you know, went from door to door and I spread the good news, um, you know, from house to house and, you know, I, preached in churches and I did all of these things because I really truly believed in what I was saying. But, and I think that, you know, there's a part of me that still believes in, in Christianity, that still believes in, you know, some of those core fundamental truths that are shared in the Bible, that are shared in churches. But I knew that there was, you know, a part of Christian life, of the Christian life that just didn't suit me. And I'm sorry this is offending you. I'm sorry this is triggering you. I'm just sharing my experience. And I'm sure that you've had different experiences, that you've come to different conclusions. But again, I want us to have a space where we can express our opinions without being judged for them. This is a space where we want to be safe, where we want to be able to express who we are without being judged for it, you guys. So um, so hold your horses and just be in a space where you can just simply listen to me. And perhaps you're not going to agree with me. Perhaps you're going to agree with me. Perhaps you don't have an opinion that's fine let's just have a conversation together you guys okay and um and so i you know i was traveling a lot during that time and i was you know studying and moving to different cities in different countries and i was always looking for churches during that time um that i could belong to and that i could just be me and you know share me with others right and listen to others as well and i remember that um in many of those churches, I was discouraged from asking questions. And I'm a very curious person by nature. I love to learn and I love to listen to other people's opinions. And I love to, I love to listen. And I remember how often other people's opinions were forced down on me, to me. And I remember thinking that I had a different life experience and I had different opinions and my opinions mattered. My opinions were important and I, my opinions deserved to be listened to, but I'd never really had that space. I never really had that space. And so eventually I had to, to stop going to church. It just wasn't a space that I felt I belonged to um, anymore and I had to find something else for me. And um, I think that's, you know, one reason that I started my business in the first place. I just was so tired of having no space to be me. I was so tired of never being listened to. I was so tired of, you know, being the quiet one, being the shy one, being the innocent one, as you could say. And, and I had so much to say, but I was never listened to. And I suppose that, you know, there's, you know, belief systems here that need to be healed within myself and traumas and dramas that need to be healed within myself. So it's not the truth that I'm presenting here. I'm just sharing my experience with you. Um, but, you know, I started my business because I just wanted us as a collective to have a space where we could just be us, where we could just express who we were, where we could express what is going on for us, what we're thinking about what's going on for us, the struggles that we're uh, trying to overcome, um, the belief systems that we're trying to heal, the the, dra- the, tra- the the traumas and the dramas that we're trying to overcome as well, you know, the, the difficulties that we're experiencing or what we want for ourselves. This is a space for you to be who you are. This is a space for you to be safe in who you are. 
are. And this is something that I have, you know, strived to build um, in my business, in my courses, and in everything that I'm trying to express, right? This is really about me giving you a space for you to be completely you, all of you. And I think that, you know, we, we don't really have the space to be who we are in um, our current society, in the current state of our society, right? We, you know, we have people who are quiet and who don't, who have opinions, but never really have the space to share their opinions. And we have people who are loud and have opinions and don't hesitate in sharing their opinions. But in doing so, they don't really give the space to the quiet ones to share their opinions. And that really stops us from creating healthy societies, from creating healthy communities, because we don't have that variety of opinions. And so I have a bit of an exercise to do with you now, if you are ready and willing. Um... This is a fun little exercise that I like to do every um, now and again. So I would like to, I would like you to take pen and paper when you're ready. And if you can't do this now because you're driving, I would love to invite you to check the, the radio show on iTunes and Spotify as well and all the major podcast platforms. You can just type uh, your time to shine and you will find this episode again. You can also find it on Radio Kidnappers. Um, this is an exercise that I like to do when I feel a little confused, right? And so I would like you to think about ultimate truths for you. So what are your ultimate truths? What do you really believe in? What do you hold as true for you? What is really completely true for you? And um, you will see that as you start to make your list, for example, let's start, let's give, um, let's give ourselves a few examples so that we can get started. So um, one truth for me, is that I am always loved and I'm always cared for. I believe that there is something out there in the universe that is also within me that loves me deeply, unconditionally and powerfully. This is one um, absolute truth for me. But now if I say that to somebody who doesn't believe in God, or who doesn't really have, or who is angry at God or who has you know complicated beliefs around God, they will say, well, that's not true because I don't believe this. And so my truth will become my truth, but not the truth, right? At the same time, it could be that my truth is the truth, but that person is not ready to accept the truth, right? <laughs> so that's where it gets a bit complicated, right? But anyway, I want you to share, to, to write a list of truths, of things that are absolutely, completely, truly true for you. And I want you to write them. And then once you have finished your list, and I think you should get about 20 examples, perhaps. Once you have finished your list, I want you to see if your truth is the truth. You know, like, so let's talk about food, for example. I really dislike aubergines. I think they taste disgusting. I think they're an ugly vegetable and I don't like eating them. And my friend yesterday made us a, um, an aubergine and mushroom stew. And I had to realize that my truth was just my truth, right? It wasn't the truth about aubergines, right? <laughs> but so often we say, okay, I don't like aubergines and therefore aubergines suck and nobody should ever eat aubergines. And, you know, and that is the truth, right? And obviously this is a very silly example, but we do this in so many different ways. We do this when it comes to um, exchanging opinions. We do this in business meetings. We do this at work. We do this in politics. We do this in religion. And we say, my truth is their truth. And if you don't hold my truth as your truth as well, then you stink and I'm not going to listen to you anymore. Look at the state of politics in the US where people just can't listen to each other anymore, where they can't even 
connect with each other anymore because they hold different beliefs, right? This is where you realize that your truth is just a set of beliefs that you have acquired after a lot of effort and thinking on your part, perhaps, perhaps not. And you just decide that your truth, your beliefs is the truth. And because you just make that shift between your truth and their truth, you're kind of refusing to have this conversation. You're refusing to, um, you know, see things from different perspectives. And perhaps you're thinking, well, this is not something that I do. I'm a very kind and compassionate person and I know how to listen to other people's opinions. But I guarantee you that you can go even further. You can take this learning even further. I know that I can. Because I'm always in a space, often in a space where I, you know, people want my advice. They want to listen to what I have to say, right? This is, obviously I have a radio show. This is a space for me to express myself. This is a space where I can share tips and exercises and processes with you that I have found to be really helpful for me. But this is something that I have to be really careful of, right? This is something where I have to really think about, you know, am I sharing the truth? Am I sharing the highest truth? Am I sharing something that... Um, that I believe is going to empower you? Or am I sharing the truth because I want something for me, because I want to convince you, or because I want to get something out of it, or because I want my ego to feel better, or whatever, right? So this is something that I want us to think about collectively. I am sure that there's some progress that you can make as well, because, well, it is it is what it is. It's a learning journey, right? So have a look at your list of truths. And I want you to see if perhaps you're holding the truth, but you're disguising it as your truth. For example, um, for example, I need to think of, an, of a really good example now. <laughs> um, Oh, I, I see. I have a great example for you. So I did an, exi sorry, an exercise once in university and we looked at a picture of a monkey wearing a tutu dress. And so it was a... Um, Oh, and the, the, the monkey was in a swing, right? And this is something that triggers a lot of us, right? The truth of the picture was this monkey is wearing a pink tutu dress and is sitting in a swing, right? But we went through this process together as a group with the other students and our teacher where we realized that, you know, we would put our assumptions on the picture. This monkey is not looking happy. This monkey is being abused. This monkey, um, you know, should be in a jungle, right? Because we kind of put our belief systems of monkey should be free in a jungle and should definitely not be in a swing wearing pink tutu dresses, right? <laughs> but, you know, we kind of saw the truth and then we put our belief systems or our assumptions or our beliefs on the truth, right? So I want, to, I want you to recognize um, what is your monkey version of the truth, right? So if you're saying, um, so, you know, this monkey is looking very unhappy and is looking like it's being abused because it's you know wearing a pink tutu dress and it shouldn't be wearing a pink tutu dress. It should be in the jungle eating whatever monkeys eat, right? Um, this is not the truth. This is your truth, right? So I, I want you to really have a look at this and have a look at, at how deeply untrue your truths are it's a matter of perspectives you know and you know you'll see this when you start to travel when you start to talk to people who have a different background who have a different uh, origin who have had different life experiences and this is something that I have learned a lot in my travels I have seen how people live their lives and how truly there is no one wrong or right way you know we all have this desire to be cared for. We all have this desire to be safe. And we all want the same thing for ourselves. We just have different ways of going about it. And, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday who um, was feeling emotionally abused by her mom. And, um, 
And it was so interesting to see and have that conversation with her. And she says, well, what's, you know, what does she need to do? Or how can I forgive her? Or, you know, um, how will I ever feel good in my relationship with my mom if my mom never changes, right? And she never asked, well, what can I do? What do I need to shift within myself? You know, if my mom never changes, when what does that mean about me, right? And so... I think that we need to learn this collectively. I think this is a great time for us to learn how to speak to each other, how to communicate with each other. It is a great time for us to learn how to live in communities again and for us to let go of the grudges and the resentments and the frustration of having to live with each other and just learn how to communicate with each other again. So I would love for you to perhaps pick a controversial topic at the dinner table. (laughs) and dinner tonight and just have a listen and how people communicate with each other and listen to yourself listen to how pushy you can be listen to yourself expressing your opinion and see how you can express your opinion without feeling that your opinion is the only opinion uh, that is worth being an opinion if you want if you know what i mean so Oh, this was a very interesting conversation i feel like this is a conversation that we need to have um And I wanted to share with you that I don't really know what I'm doing ever. And I'm never really holding the truth. I know that I want to share things that I have found to be really true for me. And that I have found to be true for others. But you are such a unique human being with such unique experiences. And so your truth is always going to be perhaps a different interpretation of my truth or the ultimate truth, right? And so I want you to never take what I say for granted. I want you to think about what I say and just see, okay, this is resonating with me or perhaps this is too much for me and I don't want to think about this now. Or, you know, this would be true for me if, or I need to heal this within myself for me to be able to understand this truth or something like that. You know, I want you to really consider what I'm saying, but then don't take it for granted. Just see see what's the truth for you, truth for you and allow yourself to realize that you're you're wrong <laughs> you're wrong often and i'm wrong often as well and it doesn't matter it's not about who's right and who's wrong it's about us growing together so on that note i want to really thank you for sharing this time and sharing your time sharing your energy with me i'm really excited to have this space with you so that we can really express and exchange opinions and grow together in self-love um yeah so i wish you an amazing rest of your day and um i hope that you know that you are loved that you are safe that you are respected that you matter today and i'm sending you so much love and i'll speak to you very very soon bye this program was produced by and first broadcast on radio kidnappers a community access media station Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.